1: Hey friends, welcome to Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. Hey, this week we're talking about something that is very precious to many of us as we go on this journey, and it's called multidimensional living. Now, we are growing out of the concept of past lifetimes, aren't we? For a very long time, we thought that as souls we had past lives and we still use that term right and left don't we we talk about our past lives who were we in a past lifetime what did we learn who were we were we famous were we male or female did was my husband my husband then etc cetera, etc cetera. well in the last few years we have a better sense of how we are formulated as a soul And we're actually not linear in our soul experience. We are multidimensional. Let me explain. You are made of parallel experiences or multidimensional experiences. You have other versions of you happening right now, right now, in other dimensions. Let's explain further, the angels say. What they tell me and show me is that you, instead of having past lifetimes, you have other versions of you that are taking place. Let's think of it this way. What if every other lifetime, what if every past lifetime you had was a record? Think of old records, old vinyl records. What if every past lifetime was its own record, a black record, black round record, and it was playing, okay? So let's say you had a past lifetime in Versailles, France. And it's playing right now. And then you have another lifetime in Sweden in 1810. That record is also playing right now. Let's say you have another lifetime in 1920, New York. It is playing right now. And, all, and then you have present day. So you have four lifetimes, let's say. And by the way, you have an infinite amount of lifetimes because we were all created at the same time with God. Not everybody has incarnated the same amount of times, but you have an infinite amount. So we can't really qualify the amount of lifetimes we've had. We just know we've had a lot. But for this example, let's look at four, four or five. So you have four other lifetimes plus this one. Let's say there's five and let's visualize them as records. And they're all moving in a circle. They're all playing at once. What's the first thing we have to take care of? Time. So the first one we talked about is in 1740, Versailles, France. Well, that already happened. Duh. Then where did we go? We went to Sweden a long time ago. We went to 1920s New York. Well, that's all hard to imagine in the mind because it was it's past Well, in this dimension, we made up time and we believe it so strongly because we get up every day to our alarm. We have daylight savings times, time, we have days of the week. We have really constructed time and man, we believe it. In truth, there is no past or future. There's only now. There's only present time. When we look at quantum time, There's only present moment, and we are formed as spirit, and spirit time is all bunched up into now. Your other life experiences, even though they're divided, you have other experiences happening all at once, there is no such thing as the past. There is no such thing as the future. Instead of past lifetimes, you have other lifetimes, and they're still rolling around. We are now guided to think of our other lifetimes versus past lifetimes. And to think of, uh, to use a a visual, think of records rolling around or you could think of facets of a diamond and each cut of that diamond, each facet is a lifetime. Or I explained it to a client today where um, there was a daisy in the middle of the daisy was the God part of us, the high self, and that part never changes, but then each petal was a lifetime. So there's different ways you can think about it, and the reason why this has been coming up lately is because a lot of people are saying, I've had these weird time lapses, or I've had these weird feelings about, I've had dreams about me, but it's not me, or I've had dreams that I've run into myself." Or I've wanted to talk to myself or my younger self. What's up with that? And we're starting to see that the the space in between our lifetimes, this lifetime and other lifetimes, is starting to collide or collude. We don't have as much of that squishy space in between anymore. It's for our benefit. We are starting to evolve uh, in a way that... We are becoming more whole as spirit and we don't need as many other versions of us. And I will be honest with you, as I channel this for you, there's a lot about it that makes my Rachel brain hurt. And there are things that we will not understand until we get with God. There's also some of it that is being channeled through me and other people right now that we're supposed to get little nuggets here and there about. So I'm sharing some of those nuggets today so you can come to your own conclusions and connect your own dots. The basics are there are no longer past lifetimes that we're supposed to stew about. They are other lifetimes. They're happening right now. Even if the history books tell us that they happened in the past, okay, let's let that be true. But when it comes to mystic metaphysics, mystical metaphysical you, there is no past or future for you. You're right now and you are yourself multidimensional. If we were to pull apart your spiritual self, you look like a diamond inside, gorgeous you. And there are facets of you that you're like a metaphysical library. And each one of your life experiences is coded within you and you have access to it. So when you have a problem that you can't solve, you actually can. And through meditation, you can go in within and figure out how you're solving it in another version of you. We could even go farther into this idea and the angels have said that For every decision we make, the alternate decision makes another version of us. And those are parallel versions of us. So we have some major lives that are created that are other lifetimes, completely different personalities, completely different names, different ancestries, different parts of the world. And then we have this version of us, like think of Rachel, who didn't choose to be spiritual, didn't marry the same person. There's I look like me, have my same name, but I have a totally different life because I made opposite choices of, of what I've made today. There are versions of you out there and instead of having blonde hair, you got it dyed pink, for example. <laughs> I don't know. So you have these ideas that they want you to pick apart. This is supposed to help you grow in gratitude for your life supposed to help you feel empowered because a lot of us were taught to think life happens to us. No, no, no. We create. We are creators. Life happens through us. And God is not a puppet master. God works with us and we get to know God so we can work with God. God is not a religious rule-based God. God is a loving, interactive God. And one of the coolest things that I heard from the angels lately is there are two kinds of of male parents, dads or fathers. Which kind of God do you want? You want a father or a dad? The co-creator God is a dad. The father who's the puppet master is a father. Which which version of God do you want? You want a hands-on, messy, let's-do-it-together God? That's probably a dad. You want a standoffish God who creates a life for you? That's probably a father God. That's up to you. Your relationship with God is perfect, however you design it. But the clue is you design it and you can't do it wrong. I wonder if you knew you were that vast and that beautiful and that big. You are. There is so much to be discovered about you, no matter how young or how old you are. Sometimes I think that our babies are the ones that have it all figured out because they were just over there. And then we get here and the first couple of years of our, our lives, we're, we're so uh, mystified by the simple, you know, blades of grass. There's a universe in the grass. We get so mesmerized by the lines in tree bark. And then as our responsibilities are shown to us, we get a little bit locked into the earth mode. It seems to be our job as our young people are coming back into incarnation. They're coming back in as our helpers as we evolve. We are supposed to support them as they come through very mystical, very creative, and not to over-diagnose them as, over-label them as ADHD or learning disabled. If that's appropriate, yes, because it could give them help, but we're supposed to Look deeper and and ask them, how do you need us to help you? How can we empower you? Because every single child through birth through about 40 years old right now has incarnated to be the helper birth through 40 years old right now. I'm 45. I'm off the hook, obviously, but birth through 40 are here to be the helper. So they've come in unique oversensitive, highly sensitive, probably not oversensitive, that wasn't a very good way to say it, highly sensitive. They're highly sensitive because they've got to feel what they're dealing with so they know how to help. So they're empathic. Their psychic gifts are very, very strong because they have one foot here on this earth and one foot in the ether. And they're more apt to understand things like, multidimensional living. We all are here to help each other and we are growing into different forms of living like new earth. New earth is our mutual evolution into something better, into future generations, maybe this generation, maybe in the next few years we'll experience new earth. I really don't know. But as we prepare for something heavenly to come to earth we also are understanding that we already have that within us and that's part of the multi-dimensional part of us
0: human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24 through 26 at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. I am guided by the angels to let
1: them speak through me to coach us a little bit on how to access our multidimensional being, our innards, they're calling it. Aren't they funny? And um, I'll tell you that once I realized that this was part of me, that, that there were versions of me that aren't in the past, like the 1920s version of me that was so sassy and bossy and all that, that I was really admired. Once I realized that she was still with me, I love to talk to her. I love to go to that lifetime and sometimes just be the fly on the wall and just watch. You can do that, you know. The hardest thing for me is seeing that and reminding myself that came easy and I didn't make it up. It is a form of channeling and it does take practice. So those of you who um, identify as perfectionists or fast learners. This may take you a while, so don't give up. They're going to lead me through, I think it's a meditation, at least it's a process we're going to see in a minute. They're going to lead us through how to get into those uh, multi-dimensions of us. Okay, are you ready for that? I am. So here we go. The angels are asking us to start from a practical place. They ask us to begin by noticing what it is we're wanting to discover. For instance, if you are struggling at work with a certain personality, you may have that certain personality with you in another layer of you. So let's say it's your boss and your boss is not honoring your time. They want you to start with that theme, Start there and decide, okay, that's what I need more information about. How how am I dealing with that elsewhere and how am I handling it? And they want you to start there because it's going to help you be proactive and not look at it from a victim standpoint. They don't want you to look at it from, gosh, this happens to me everywhere. Crap. They want you to look at it like, okay, I must be going through this somewhere else. I'm curious. Let's go on a fact-finding mission and see what's going on here. Then they want you to flip through Netflix or Prime, honestly, and see what movies, what time periods catch your eye first. And you can't overthink this. Whatever piques your interest... Whatever you see first that really you notice, oh, I've, gosh, I've always loved the Titanic. I've always loved World War I. Um, I've always loved the fashion in the 40s. Whatever comes to mind. I've always loved Downton Abbey. They want you to go with that. See, you are setting the parameters for your journey. So you've got the intent. I want to know where I'm dealing with this same issue in my life. And then you're setting the the actual stage for where you're going. So, you know, if it's Titanic, you know, well, I'm going to, I had a life of luxury or I had a life of servitude because we know who was on the Titanic. And you would even be shown, okay, I was on a boat like the Titanic, or maybe I was on the Titanic, See, this is coming easily, isn't it? And it would be easy to say, oh, that's coincidence. I'm making that up. No, 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 no. Your angels are helping get you there. You've got to trust them. If it's something like Downton Abbey, you're going to then decide, okay, well, either I was uh, rich or I was one of the servants. And you're going to know the answer to that when you get into your visioning because you're going to see, but you're going to know it was part of a beautiful big house on a lot of land and you're going to know um, something about the time period and the fashion. If you were to look at Downton Abbey, it might be wise to decide, well, what season did I love the most? Was it in the beginning of the seasons or was it toward the end? Because there's a lot of different time periods that were covered in that season. Same thing if you loved call the midwife. Well, which season are you talking about? If it's more metaphysical. I've always loved Harry Potter or I've always loved Doctor Who. Well, then you might be looking at a layer of you that's not on this planet. Maybe it is a wizarding world or maybe it's a version of you that time travels. So keep your heart and mind open to traveling to a place that might have a blue ocean or might have um, castle-like buildings be creative. You must use the creative part of your brain for this to work. It does not mean you're making it up. It means that you are open to partnership with spirit because they're going to show you things that obviously you didn't think about. So that's the process to get into it. You've got the theme, then you're working on building the parameters, or they're saying building the set. Then to get in there, they want you to build this like kind of a traditional meditation. They want you to create some sound that is neutral. So you're going to use white noise in your earbuds that you can get off of YouTube or brown noise. If you've not used brown noise before, that's available on YouTube. And that's a lot like uh, white noise, but it's it's different. It's different. a different uh, form of white noise. It's different on the sound spectrum. It's a little gentler and it's like noise canceling. You can hear it, it's soothing. It's kind of like something you play for a baby when you're helping them get to sleep. The nice thing about white noise and brown noise, there's also pink noise, black noise, red noise, all all parts of the color spectrum. You can play those and it'll cancel out background noise, but it doesn't trigger your mind to go to a certain time period. If you wanna stay neutral and just let your angels guide you, If you are choosing a certain time period and you're sure about where you're going, go ahead and choose some music that will take you to that time period. If you know you're going to the 1920s, choose some music from the 1920s. Have something going on in your ears that will get you there. You want to make sure that if you're using YouTube, you have a playlist so you're not getting interrupted by commercials. Over your eyes, you want to wear a hat that comes down over your eyes so you're blocking out the light or a sleep mask because we are going to make sure that you get as close to sleep as possible. They want you to sit up, prop pillows behind your back or sit up in a chair, and then they want you to have something in your hand like a heavy ball or something that you could drop on the floor but it wouldn't break. So not something precious to you, but something that is heavy enough that when you start to fall asleep, it's going to fall. So you're going to hold this item loosely in your hand, your dominant hand. And the idea is you're keeping yourself, Albert Einstein did this, by the way, you're keeping yourself from going into deep sleep because you hold this ball. And as soon as you go to sleep, your hand's going to drop this ball. And it's going to wake you up and take you back into lucid dreaming state. This would be theta brainwave, I believe. In this dreamy state, this delicious in-between sleep and wake state, this is when you are able to go into your layers. Your eyes will be closed. You're blocking out light. You've got some sound cues or neutral sound with a brown noise. Your angels have your parameters set because you've set the intention, you know where you're going with the time period, and then you are working with your body to keep you in that theta brainwave because you've got the ball or something in your hand. This keeps you in lucid, delicious dream state because if you go into sleep, you're still going to do the work, but you're not going to remember. If you're too awake, you're leading too much. Your thoughts will get in the way. So they need to keep you in that pliable workspace with them. So you're going to hold something in your hand. And I find that this works best when I'm sitting in a chair and my hand is balanced on my knee and I'm gently holding the ball and my knuckles are just past my knee. I'm holding the ball lightly where it's kind of half on my palm and half on my hands. I'm holding onto the ball. And I'm awake to hold it. And as soon as I fall asleep, that ball is going to fall right out of my hand. And I wake up just enough so I catch it. Or if it falls on the floor, it's loud enough that I hear it and it wakes me up. Then I just gently pick it up. I pick it up so quietly and gently that I don't totally wake up. The lighting is low or the lights are off. And I continue to do this for as long as it feels right. And I like to go about... 30 minutes. If I go longer than 30 minutes, I begin going into a full sleep cycle. Sleep cycles tend to be about 90 minutes, and that I start to feel groggy at that time. So you want to go about 30 minutes. Their preference is to have lamp light on with a journal next to you, and as soon as those 30 minutes are done, you start writing and drawing what happened. They are sending you signals through visuals that you may forget if you wait too long. We all know what it's like to have dreams that are very clear and as soon as you get up and go to the bathroom, they are out of your brain. So the quicker you write these down, the better. When you go into these layers of you, you may be looking through your eyes. If so, you may see your other self. If so, do not engage. Make sure that you become a bird instead. Remember, you're in the quantum. This is part of the quantum realm. You may have heard more about the quantum from last week's episode. If not, please go back and listen. You can change yourself into a bird, into a butterfly. You can make yourself a little flower on the wall, a fly on the wall. Do so. You might show up as a person in the crowd Likely that's what's going to happen. You're probably just going to be an onlooker. That's probably best. If your other self sees you, you're going to think that you are a ghost and it can be very jarring. In another episode of the podcast, and I don't know which one it was, I talk about seeing another version of me and I scared the bejeebers out of myself. And I learned in that visit, oh, we don't do that. That is not a good idea. So that version of me is probably in therapy, and this version of me is not going to pay for that. So, you know, just don't do it. And they're saying that's enough to start with, so have fun with it. If you get stuck, post questions on my Facebook page at uh, Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator, and I'll get to them, or you can always email me, the Angel Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. I feel like my brain just gave out because I'm channeling so much. What's my Gmail, honey? Theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Oh, my goodness. Rachie needs the nap. (laughs) Yeah, I think half my brain went into the quantum. My other half went to sleepy time. (laughs) I hope you all have fun with that. The multi-dimensional part of us is just... Quite amazing to think about. And it is one of those things that once you get it, five more questions pop up. So please do not hesitate to reach out. And I don't know if I can answer, but I'll sure ask Sarai or the Angels and try to get an answer to you. I would like to extend an invitation that if any of you want to come on the show and talk through some of these things with me, I am certainly just not an expert as you know, I'd love to have you come in and join the conversation. You just let me know. And also, I'd like to do some readings on air. I'd like to get back to some psychic mediumship. So if anybody would like a reading on air, let me know. And that email again is theangelcounselor at gmail.com. That came out easy this time, didn't it? (laughs) Most importantly, I want you to know that you are loved. And I love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com.
0: If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience.